Live, recorded in front of a live audience. There they are. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagner and Mary Gaines. That's me. And we're here tonight with uh, Daniel and the Lion. We'll talk to them a little bit. Listening. 
Do you believe in love? Do you believe in time? And we will all come back together and we will all the light now. Do you believe in love? Do you believe in time? Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having us. Nice to see you guys. Nice to see you too. So, you guys are from Baraboo? Yes. Are you all from Baraboo? Actually, yes. yes that's that's yeah. correct. We, we all are. Yeah. And you say on, on the website, you said it's actually a really pr pretty cool place to be from. Yeah, I, like I mean, it's that. kind of... <laughs> yeah. Most people haven't heard of it, to be honest. Well, you get the circus right there, too. There you, you know, we actually have a side project. Uh, yeah. called, well, it's just the three of us, called Circus World Museum. Um, and it's... It, they don't play any, we don't play any shows out with it uh, unless you count the, the space between songs where I tune because that's when Circus World Museum comes out. And they can actually give you a taste of it right now. They'll give you like a 10-second taste of Circus World Museum. Uh, I don't know if we want to bust out Circus World Museum quite yet. Oh, yeah, do you want to wait till later in the set? We'll wait till later in the set when I actually have to tune. Early. When our appetite. Oh, come uh, yeah. on. Yeah, well, you know, no, no, it's, okay. it's coming. Might. That's all you have to know. It, it'll be even better. We'll just be like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> and it's cool because Circus World Museum, they've got, already got all that publicity out there for Circus World Museum. Right. right. Isn't right. that in exactly. Florida? And so, yeah. No, yeah, so it's, it's, no for Circus World Museum? Yeah. It's in Barrett, it's in Barrett, Barrett Wisconsin. Okay, but there is one in... Is oh, there one? There's probably one in... No, there's, uh, there's yeah, 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 there's a Ringling Brothers in Florida. Okay, but, that's you know, Baraboo's the real deal. Don't let those Floridians yeah. fool you. Yeah. So what's, <laughs> what's the thing, do you guys, uh, if you're not from Baraboo, a lot of people around here know about it too, but Delaney's... Oh man, Delaney's. <laughs> okay. Oh, Do you guys you know did not about just Delaney's bring that up. surplus? Anybody out there in the audience? Delaney's. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Delaney's is uh, well, it's one of the two beautiful sights you see when you're driving in on Highway 12, uh, when venturing up to uh, Baraboo, and if you're headed to the Devil's Lake State Park, which most yeah. people are when they go to Baraboo. Um, you, you have each of the, it's, it, they flank the road. On the left, you have Delaney's, and on yeah. the right, you have the dismantled Badger, Badger ammunition plant, right. which is uh, completely toxic, poisoned ground that they can never <laughs> You could go in there and get cancer, cancer. It's immediately. Right. It's, it's immense. Daniel actually told me that they were going to like put a NASCAR track in there or something. Oh, good. That'd be perfect. I mean, that's the only thing that they could probably use for it. Yeah. Be pretty good for Baraboo too. I, I can't actually speak on behalf of NASCAR. He so. doesn't speak on behalf of NASCAR <laughs> officially. You could get that gig, maybe. Yeah. You might have to cut your hair, though. Yeah, I might have to, and in a specific shape, yeah. long and back. As long as you wear a helmet and goggles. Right, okay. that too. <laughs> We're talking to uh, Jimmy Linville here on guitar and vocals, and Daniel Pingree on piano, mm -hmm. and sometimes vibes. Right? Or and marimba, excuse me. Marimba, yes. Okay. Marimba. That's Can you explain the... the difference? I mean, a lot of people don't know. And... Um, well, the difference is, uh, it's actually the main difference is what the bars are made out of. On okay. a marimba, they're made out of rosewood. They have a pretty short sustain, so there's no need of a sustain pedal. Yeah. On a vibraphone, the bars are made out of aluminum, and when you hit an aluminum bar, it rings forever, so it has a little sustain pedal on yeah. it. There are other differences, but they're equally as boring. <laughs> <laughs> 
So marimba goes dum 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 kind of, and the vibes go dum dum ding dum ding kind of. That's actually really right. good. Actually, perfect. Can, wow. Actually, yeah. and then you can turn the vibraphone. You can do something with that. Can we get a mic on him for the next record? That that sounds better than his. Yeah, have me on. I think he has a spot in Circus World Museum. Actually, true. I don't know why you bring all these instruments. I don't either. I don't know. Mr. Davy Roberts back here on the drums on drum kit too. Let's give these guys a hand. Yeah, we're, we're really happy to have Thank you here. Thank you. Yeah, Davy's. Uh, Davy plays with us at our most important shows, and we deemed this one yeah. most important. Oh, he's uh, he's also he's mostly our producer though. He's produced every album and EP and song really that I've ever written. Seriously? That's yeah, cool. we have like I think I've, we have I have like two records and like a whole slew of EPs, like four or five EPs over the course of playing music, and Davey's a producer, so he does everything. Bass, drums. You're very welcome. <laughs> when you, when Thank you're, you. When you're the producer and you're in the, in, the, in the control booth and all that, do you like wear a different hat and, and shades and stuff like that? Or? Um, you know, I try to keep things low-key. I'm okay. very down-to-earth, so I don't let you know, my great you know, your right. skills as a producer and engineer get to my head. Gotcha. Because, you know, it affects him, you know, in the vocals. It does, and then, and then I, I fail at the vocals. You know, interestingly <laughs> enough, there's a, there's a direct, you know, correlation that can be drawn between the number of uh, times I flat when I'm singing in the vocal booth and the number of Christmas lights that are up. And it's actually, is it inverse? Yeah, it's an inverse proportion. Okay. Yeah. More, the more Christmas lights, the more the mood is right. Oh, we're, yeah. we're working on our Christmas album as we speak. Oh. It'll be very perfect. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's, that's, uh, I wish we'd know. We usually actually have Christmas lights here at the Brink Lounge on the back wall, but they just came, they came down because it's spring, you know? It's Always Christmas lights. There's never yeah. a time that's wrong. No, I, I, I'm with you. I agree. Um, I, was, uh, I was really taken, we were really taken with your music uh, and your concept uh, online. It's uh, on, on your website. Well, there, there are a couple of places. Well, if you want the songs, what's the best place? It's, it actually, um, um, I'm still talking, aren't I? I'm just okay. babbling. No, no so <laughs> the best way to get our music, are you saying? Yeah. Um, well, uh, the best way to get our music is actually through coming to our shows because we carry our catalog around with us. But um, the other better, there's, there will be a better way. Uh, within the next week, we're actually finalizing our website right now, and it yeah. should be up within a week. And it's going to have, um, we actually recorded a, we have two EPs as a band right now. One is called Handmade, and that's the one that we, we physically handmade, a hundred of them. Like, we uh-huh. sewed the, case, the cases and hand-stamped all the lyric books and everything. Love it. And it turns out that takes a long time. <laughs> so surprise, we only made a hundred of those, yeah. No, it, it, was, it was a labor of love, but it was okay. definitely a labor. So we yeah. only made a hundred, and those sold out really quickly. Yeah. Because, I mean, everyone it seemed figures. to love the... Well, it's, yeah. I mean, when it's, like, handmade, it's just yeah. something very cool. So... We still have them available. It'll be available digitally, and then we're probably, if people seem to be liking it, which we've had good response, um, we might do like a, a run of just like regular ones, like discs and sleeves. And then we also have a new EP called, um, well, I shouldn't talk about it, because it's oh, Secrets. It's called Secret Stuff. Oh, and uh, we only did one, one print of them, um, and they're free, and we gave them away free at the last show, and we're never going to sell it. And uh, after the 600, car- the 600 of them are gone, then we're um, getting rid of it forever, and it will disappear into a bunch of iTunes libraries. What do you mean the last show? The, oh, uh, we had a release show for it. So, oh, the, okay. Yeah, we yeah. played at the Majestic in... Um, last night, right? Well, we played there last night as well. Yeah. Actually, we played there twice in the last yeah. month or so, but yeah, uh, it was before that. But. Okay. How'd that go? 
Good show. Uh, the, the release was amazing. We had like 300 people out there, and it was a really good lineup of local artists. We Sweet. like to support that. And then last night was actually really great, too. We got to play with Corey Chisel from Appleton and, uh, and Miko, uh, who's uh, very popular from, I think, she, uh, I don't know, the South. But oh, yeah, she's in the Isthmus today. We yeah, yeah. So um, looking at your website kind of stuff, I'd, I'd like you to tell the folks what your philosophy is. Oh, our philosophy. That's a tough question. Philosophy. Well, philosophy. Um, well, uh, <laughs> well, I guess, okay, so when we, we used to be um, in another band that was more full, and then uh, they, the other guys wanted to do schoolwork. So, like, because Madison is a tough school, as most people know. So um, they started working more on school stuff. So we decided to change the name to Daniel and the Lion to promote us more like a duo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and and it, and it like kind of all came together in a strange way in that um, it really just fit because it like when you, when you hear Daniel and the Lion, it kind of like represents two separate forces. And Daniel and I have uh, very opposite backgrounds in music. I didn't start playing music till I was 18. I started playing guitar when I was 18 and I started singing when I was 18. And I wrote my first song when I was like 19, but... I mean, I'm 22 now. Like, I have no, I really have no experience musically, to be honest. And uh, Daniel has been playing. Um, well, I, mean, I wouldn't want to say it's like fire and ice because I don't want to summon too many Spinal Tap references. <laughs> but, um, Only if you that's say right, with, I forgot. About just say it with a British accent. And then, uh, you don't want to hear my British no. accent, actually. <laughs> um, but no, I've been uh, I've been playing music since I was very young. My family is a musical family. My mom's the harpist in. Me uh, Madison Symphony Orchestra. Oh, wow. She's played there forever. Um, my brother is a professional trombone player who lives out on the East Coast. My dad is a professional CD player. He, he didn't get the jeans. Um, <laughs> I've, I've used that joke so many times. <laughs> um, and, and I do this kind of stuff. Um, I, I went to school for music. Um, I went to, um, I mean to say I went to college for music and I have a degree in performance. I did classical music for most of my life. I was doing classical music competitions for a while and doing that kind of stuff until I became hideously jaded towards the uh, <laughs> classical music institution. And uh, uh, I very much enjoy what I play now. Yeah. yeah. And so despite that, you're still a musician, which is yeah. great. No, it will be new. It's really, that, like I was, I was getting to the philosophy question, it's just that yeah. like, there's a lot that you can learn from music, and we like are always learning from each other and yeah. from Davey too. Davey brings a whole other aspect to it. Even whenever we play with him or work with him, because he listens, he's just like such a listener of music. He listens to so many different yeah. um, bands, and I would be lying if I said there wasn't a like a single artist that I listen to all the time that he didn't show me first. And so like Street I hear, get all my music from him. It's it's actually true. Every single record. So indie. That's not indie. What is indie? I don't know. Our philosophy is um, we are from Wisconsin and we play folk songs and we, we uh, believe in music. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really a philosopher. She really puts We're you on simple. The spot um, there. I like coffee and. Okay. and uh, coffee works. And um, we, I don't know. Maybe, have a song, yeah. maybe I have a song that could express it that. best. Is that okay. okay? Can we play along with you? We wanted okay. the first song. Yeah, you song, can absolutely play along. The first song we wanted to just kind of make sure feature you guys before. That's we... absolutely great. I actually have a good idea for a song that would explain our philosophy. All right, so this song is like really new. It's not on any sort of record or anything. It's um, 
It's in the key of A. Oh, we don't major. do A, man. Sorry. You guys don't do A? No, okay. Um, no, it's, that's okay. Well, I, oh, and I also write really, I write like three chord songs. So they're the simplest songs <laughs> ever. Like you can pretty much predict. I'm going to go to the six and the bridge. I'm going to play verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. But we might not. No, you guys, if you guys okay. want to do like a funk jam yeah. halfway through, that's, I mean, I just give it. us the signal. Okay. And, no, this song is, uh, it sums everything up. It's about being from Wisconsin. It's called I Don't Mind. Is that our philosophy? I don't mind. That's my philosophy. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That was wonderful. That was cool. 
That's fun. You guys give good stage signals. Oh, do we? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's because a lot of times I just do that. Like, we'll just be playing a set, and I'll just do that Bob Dylan thing where I'm just like, I'm playing this song. You've never played it. <laughs> Follow along. I'm just lucky because I get to play with musicians. Um, as you guys know, it's just like who he just like knows all the stuff. I don't know anything, but he knows it all, and Davey knows. I just Apparently, I only write songs that have shuffle beats, so that's easy <laughs> enough for Davey. <laughs> I think the funnest thing probably for you, I'm guessing, would be um, learning to communicate with these two. Yes, with a that, different was, background. that was that was that's a challenge. Well, it's actually not not a barrier so. at all. Like not when, bad, but like when when people think of, uh, I mean, if I were to stereotype our situation, me being a guy who knows all these highfalutin music theory terms, and Jimmy, some yokel who's never had a lesson in his life, doesn't know his one chord from his four chords, that is actually not true at all. Yeah. Um, well, it's well, pretty much like that, but Daniel's just being nice to me. Okay. Actually, okay. how it works is yeah. I don't know anything, but luckily I'm very curious, so I'll just say, um, what do you mean when you say the six? And then he just teaches me, <laughs> yeah. and then I get it. So now I, now I can communicate with him, and I know flashy words like idiomatic. Oh, my God. Yeah, that guy over there. And then um, that's not one you can use every day. It's hard to. No, that's a tough one. Yeah. The only, most of the main word I learned from Davey was again. That's what he says when we're recording <laughs> vocals. Or wrong. Just wrong. Or bad. Again, again. Better. Yeah. Yeah. That's nicer than saying that sucked, dude. Dude. Yeah. 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 It's nicer again, than that. Again. That's nice. The thing that struck me about um, about one of, I think maybe what part of the, what Mary was getting at is. Uh, your philosophy toward recording or toward um, uh, performing live. One of the neat things that you guys like to do. There's video on your website of you guys playing in a parking ramp. Oh, that's yeah, that stuff's. I, I'm sorry, I forgot that that was what we were asking about. Yeah, no, that's oh. really cool. We have that. Um, Daniel and I had, had we sat down at a, a Starbucks one time and we were talking about how cool it would be to play in um, to play. We were we were promoting our big CD release with the last band. And we were like, wouldn't it be cool to have a, like a, a secret show um, afterwards where we just play like in a totally different place, you know, like, yeah. a, like a, in a house or something like that? Because I always thought about when, when we put on big shows, uh, our, one, of our, one of my things at least is that I won't feel comfortable promoting the show and making people come out to it unless I really think it would be like a cool show. And yeah. so when I'm, at least when I'm setting it up, you know what I mean? So I make sure that the opening acts are better than us. <laughs> I make sure that it's a cheap show and they're getting yeah. like a bunch of free stuff and it's cool. So, um, and I was like that, whenever I think about like the bands that I really liked growing up and the bands I still like now, I always thought it would be cool if, you know, after the big show, you could go listen to them play this stuff acoustic or something and yeah. just, you know, hang out. So we were like brainstorming venues and we just like, came up with this list of like in a valley between two mountains <laughs> or like uh, um, in a church where there's like an organ that's so big you can't move it, you know, so you can only hear that sound in that church. And then one of the things that we just like completely forgot is that Daniel um, practiced in a place that was sonically cool. So yeah. uh, we got to play um, in his studio uh, for some people and it was, it was really, um, it was just kind of magical. It was so really the cool. sound of the... I mean, when people think of a parking garage, they usually don't associate it with beautiful sound. Um, but there's uh, there's something about 
that um, that room. It's an underground parking garage, so it's like a sealed area. It's not an above ground where it's open. Mm -hmm. And so it's actually a, a very large room. But a problem you have sonically with large rooms all the time is that you get what's called a slapback effect. You play a sound, the sound wave goes to the other side of the room, hits the wall, comes back. So everything mm -hmm. you can hear something twice or more times. There's it's kind of like an echo effect. But because this parking garage has pillars everywhere and it's angled and ramped, there's not really any big parallel walls for there to be yeah. a slapback effect. So you actually get is infinite natural. Well, oh, in, infinite is relative, but. Um, you get extremely long natural reverb yeah. and um, a sound that might last that long somewhere else. I mean, I won't make a long clapping sound, but it actually brings the sound out and it sustains for like 15 yeah. seconds, actually, yeah. which yeah, is... Really which I know that must sound incredible with the marimba. I used to play yeah. as a duo with a friend of mine uh, playing violin and vibes, mm -hmm. and it had a... <clears throat> well, the, the thing about... What that really brings out is instruments with short sustain mm -hmm. all of a sudden have long sustain. If an instrument already has long sustain, we found it doesn't sound that okay. much different down guitar, there. My guitar wasn't that great. Yeah, the, I mean, it sounds okay, but the marimba itself is a very pretty sound, but it decays really quick. Okay, so, and so it's just like clunk. Well, be like but mandolin. You, Mando would probably sure. Sound mandolin cool in sounds that amazing. Yeah. I've actually like, Bing, and there's your note right no, there. I've actually had before. someone down there who played a mandolin, and it was yeah, it was very amazing. That good. <laughs> I'm there, man. Now, do you guys have a particular parking ramp that you prefer? It's top secret. It's Where? top secret. Oh. Actually, we should say <laughs> know, since, you guys this, are all about since this will be available to the public, uh, uh -huh. we do not play there anymore. Yes, we do not play there anymore. I'm just <laughs> okay. saying that because, you know, know, we don't, first of all, and second of all. It was a thing. It was a yeah, it was a one-time yeah. thing. Okay. And, it was, and it got a lot of press, so we got scared It doesn't for a define you. Were you arrested? We were not arrested. I, of course, was scared because I get scared of those things, and Daniel was, like, the cool-headed guy. He was like, no, it's fine. It's totally fine. Just, you know, 50 people, it's fine. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's totally fine. That's a lot of tickets. No, we were fine. And... Um, and, 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 so we, and it was such a great time that we decided that we were going to um, really continue to pursue that. We actually, for our last CD release show, got to play a house show afterwards. Yeah. So that's our second one that we've done. And, uh, and that was fun. We had, uh, like, we ma I made, like, a, a drum kit for Davey out of, like, a cardboard box and, like, granola cereal. Like, we were just making all the Tic Tacs. I remember there it were Tic Tacs. sounded excellent. It did sound most <laughs> excellent. Coming from a producer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it. no. Like um, but, yeah, maybe we'll get to, to do the... The Valley Show someday, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's that's that, um, just playing in unique venues and yeah. being able to um, hear the music in a different light is really cool. Yeah, that is inspiring. What you, what else you got there? You got what there. else do we got? Well, I actually was thinking this song would sound cool. Um, it is called Dandelions, not to be confused with our band name Daniel and the Lion, but uh, it's about the the flower or the weed rather. It's a pretty weed. It is a pretty weed. Actually, I consider it a flower. People ask me, "What's your favorite flower?" They don't ask me that very often, but when they do, I say dandelion, and they say that's not a flower, and I punch them. <laughs> no, I don't punch them, but I do like I do like dandelions, and actually this song kind of uh, touches on that. So, um, and I don't know what key this is in. It's probably an F or something. F. F. It is an F. There you go. See, there's me. Quick, what's the four chord? An F. Uh, um, quick, quick. Uh, nope, don't no, know it. Okay, right. I can't tell you. I can't tell you what's the four chord. I can move my fingers to it. No, I failed. It's not C, it's B flat. Yeah. 
That's perfect. There, there will That's be beautiful. some other pop quizzes throughout the night. I mean, just, I, I didn't tell you about that. But. I, I don't actually tell Jimmy. I actually got B's in theory. I'm not actually good. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me that. I need to deserve this. in the studio with us. That sounds great. I don't know if we can. Okay. Sure. Band.edu right here. This is the new band. Um, oh, that sounds, thank you very much. I don't, I, people talk about sounds a lot, you know, like what a band sounds like and mm -hmm. classification and genrefication and all that kind of, um, all that kind of introspective stuff. Cause you know, you start thinking about it and you're like, what do I sound like? Do I want to sound like that person? Do I listen to that person a lot? Does it come from, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I'm just a really neurotic person. I probably am. <laughs> I'm the no, songwriter. You're so not coming like, off that way at all. No, not, not at, all. at all. Thank you. No. Thank you. No, uh, but I just, I, um, I listened to a lot of folk music when I started playing guitar. Yeah. And I 
have never owned an electric guitar. A lot of people, when they start, I didn't know this, but a lot of people, when they start playing guitar, get an electric guitar, because it's cool. And I didn't know electric guitars were cool at all. So I just <laughs> got an acoustic you. guitar, and I started playing it, and then someone was like, you should try electric. And I was like, I'll get around to it someday. Yeah. But I've been playing for four years, and I still, I mean, I've messed around on an electric guitar, but it's, it's not what's up for me. Yeah, whatever moves you. Exactly. Yeah, no, this is, and, and I listen to a lot of, like, Cat Stevens and, uh, um, and... Have you Nick listened Drake to any of his and, new stuff? His new, the Yusuf stuff? No, yeah. uh, An Other Cup, that, that album. I just saw an ad for it. And yeah, I've, I haven't, I, I listened to one song that was, like, a streaming song, mm-hmm. and it sounded, he, his voice sounded the same. It cool. sounded like he hadn't changed, his voice hadn't changed at all, which is really, yeah. um, I mean... If you've heard Bob Dylan now, oh, his yeah. voice is much different now right. than it was back in the day. So, uh, anyway, that, yeah, that was really cool. But I'm I'm a big fan of like the old folk stuff, like Nick yeah. Drake, Cat Stevens, and new folk too. Like I really like Ray LaMontagne and um, some of the kind of more soulful yeah. songwriters. There's there's influences, and then there's like you know the physical constraints of actually who you sound like, you know? Right, you can try right. to sound like someone else, but you're going to actually maybe right. end up hurting yourself. I, you know, I used <laughs> yeah. to love James Taylor. I mean, I still love James Taylor stuff. And I, when I would do that stuff, I would find that I would sound a lot like him. Yeah, exactly. But so that, then I had to stop doing that because, like, well, yeah. I just sound like James Taylor when well, I do the cool, that. The cool thing is you can, you can do that and you, and you end up leaving with, like, a lot of the good stuff, but not, you know what I mean? And yeah. you don't end up sounding like... If you do it for a while just to learn the songs... I learned right. through learning songs, so I played along to like all the John Mayer songs and all the you know Cat Stevens songs and all the Ben Harper songs. I would just learn all these catalogs of songs, and then I would forget them because I learned them for like a minute. But then right. it, I, you know I'd learn a new chord each time, and then it just grows over time. Well, now they're you in there. Your own sound. And now they're yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah. And it's like sometimes you're influenced by an artist, like for example, Chris Thiele is like sure. a very talented mandolin player and, and songwriter too, just from a young age all the way up till now. He's been writing songs and. Yeah. Releasing albums, and I mean, and, and I'm it, nothing like him. Well, and so many, but of these, love... so many of these artists that you know have this uh, sustaining power mm-hmm. or, or staying power, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. are the ones that kind of keep changing. I mean, yeah. not, not always. I mean, some of them, some people have been doing the same thing and just doing it brilliantly and getting better and better. Mm-hmm. But I think like Chris Thiele and a little bit like Miles Davis, you know, where they end right. up, you know, angering their audience every few years. It's like, well, oh, that's great, but now I sound like now I'm doing this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, and no, it's kind, kind of, of doing it. It seems like the natural arc, though, of a true artist. You know, they change over time, and it's cool if you, if you accept that. Because I mean, my older stuff that I first started playing was yeah. very like, I mean, we have songs like that would be like. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like almost like uh, jazzy, funky, bluesy, yeah. lots of ease, yeah. not actually in any sort of. It was a lot of like yeah. Jason Mraz, John Mayer type yeah. of stuff, and I was like, well, that, I'm writing like them because I'm listening to them. But now I've, I know that stuff, but yeah. I, I, I've changed a lot. Like my first record sounds nothing like my second record, and I'm sure the next record will sound um, slightly different too because you just yeah. you change, and, and a lot of times people will be turned off, but I think your core audience will continue listening to you and will change with you and like it, you know? Yeah. So when you were a kid, did you think you'd be a musician or what, what no. you know, fireman <laughs> No, uh, well, I wanted to be everything at one point, I'm sure. Uh, but astronaut, I did want to be an astronaut for a while. But no, I was sure I was going to be a novelist in high school. I thought I was going to write novels. I, I always knew I wanted to write. I knew I was going to be yeah. a writer. And, you could still and, do that. Yeah, no, well, I do. I mean, the songs, the songs it, it was cool. It was like kind of a natural progression because after I left high school, I went to college and I studied um, uh, 
Shakespeare, like almost, yeah. I was really captured by him and kind of, and then I went and read some of his contemporaries like Marlowe and Johnson. And then I, I loved like the density in the form, this kind mm -hmm. of economy of words sort of thing and the playwriting and screenwriting got into that a little bit and I was too like, like tired of a form. And then I found out, I just started playing guitar and then I just put the two and two together and it was like peanut butter and chocolate, you know? It's just magic. Peanut Delicious. <laughs> you know? You should not have said that. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's, it's true. But that's, and, that, and, and music was just like a way to, I mean, it's like, um, I think for all songwriters in a way, it's yeah. kind of like a healing thing. But it's also a way to, exp you know, it's a form of expression and you can communicate. It's the fastest form of expression. Like within a minute, you can have yeah. someone in tears or laughing or smiling or something. No like matter that, so. what the nationality, that's the cool thing. I think yeah. you, can, you can hear a great song sung in French and not speak a word of French. And exactly. You, know, you can kind of get it, you know. That's French, though. French well, is well, fabulous. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's my little joke thing. That's pretty international. It's pretty much. I know. That's good, though. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you guys want to play another one with us? Sure. I always want. I was actually thinking before this that we could. Uh, remember, um, remember the. the oh, um, that's handjobs that I made that thing. Yeah, I don't know if we, they could play along with that one, or if you could play along. With that. Just as a play-by-play. Yeah. Play Do you want to just play with them? With, They're with not them? actually giving hand signals or anything. They're just looking just, at I'm each other. I'm just thinking about it. Okay. And playing. Um, it's really interesting. It I, I, I'm going to try it with just those two. Can we do that? Just try that, that, that song. I know, but you yeah, don't have your hand drums on you. Oh, let's try this. Because this song, we never play this song. Okay. Uh, because it's... Um, We've never played this song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's true. Uh, well, because it's, it's, it's really different, and it, but I always hear um, like stringed instruments, okay. you know, and so I think it would be cool to play along with it. It's in D. Uh, I think we'll just do the, the strings on this one. Um, uh, let me refresh my memory real quick. Okay, okay. I might mess it up, but I apologize in advance. It's called uh, This Life Is. Killed a man in a dream. 
I killed a man in a dream I was just an actor I was acting out a scene I acted it good That's exactly what I heard in my head, actually. It's very cool. Maybe if we had a, if you could um, grow two more arms, you could play mandolin too. You hear like a little mandolin lead lick after yeah. the uh, verses. Sure. I think it's so funny when people say, I I'd like to hear a little mandolin. It's like, they're all little. They're all little. There they're we all go. Little. There we go. Oh, Mandocello. You know, there's some company that made this like backpack mandolin because yeah. it wasn't small enough to begin yeah, with. Like, what's the point? You know, it's like I, don't, I don't know. Backpack, it is pretty yeah. small to begin with. Yeah, it's it like backpack flute, you know, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Sort of an oxymoron. Right. No, it doesn't. Actually, Davey um, has a secret, uh, how would you say, antique string instrument fetish, I guess? He likes all <laughs> strange, <laughs> like bozuki to lute to, I mean, what's your favorite? I don't know, bozukis are pretty nice. Bozukis are pretty up there? Do you have a collection of these things? No, I don't, no. because those things require money. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's, it's Musicians, so. So the collection is, off, it's the fetish now. Yeah, that will right. become a collection. Soon, soon it will become a collection. Do you have a yeah. collection of pictures that you're working towards? Yeah. Putting into <laughs> he 3D, actually does. basically. His computer is just got no, they're, no, they're under my mattress, actually. Oh, you keep those there now? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're safer there. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Some, not go there, though. some detective is not going to bust into your room at some point and go, oh my God, yeah. that's horrible. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, well, that, no, that's exactly what I heard, and I'm very glad that I got to play that song because um, we've been wanting to, I don't know, Daniel really likes that song, and we've all been talking about bringing it into the set list, but it's kind of like, it's very different kind of from what we put. I don't know, is it different? Well, when, you, when you guys write, do you, who primarily, does it, does it kind of switch around? I mean, do, do you bring stuff in, Dan? Uh, what normally happens when we write a song is um, I go home one night, I come back the next morning, and Jimmy says, I wrote a song last night, and plays that, and explodes my mind. <laughs> um, but uh, what happens after that is um, we make a dumpy little version of it on like a MacBook microphone or something. Yeah. Not sponsored by Apple, although if Mr. Jobs would like to, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, 
but we put it on our iPod and listen to it on repeat over and over and over again until I start hearing what I consider mm-hmm. to be like the, the whatever yeah. is supposed to be in the song, and then we go from there. Yeah, you can really psychoanalyze something, can't you? But like we do a fair bit of session work, and I think one of our modus operandi, did I use that word correctly? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, we'll put it on in the background of washing dishes or whatever, and it just, you know, it's just there, and you just get to know it, and it gets in your blood and your ears, and you just, yeah, after a while... And then one of us says something, and the other says, no, no, no. And then, then we, you know... The best part is when you're actually arguing and hammering it out. Yeah. I mean, even oh, if yeah. it's not arguing, it's uh, still... It's, it's, a, it's a kind of, like, it's, a, it's more wrestling than you would believe. Right, right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I think that you should... I think that you should play less notes there, or I think you should play more notes there. Yeah. And I, I, I accept your opinion. However, yes. I quite honestly believe that it would sound good in this way. Oh, that's no, very, very polite. Very yes, polite. Very nice of you to say it that way. Yeah, but we've been married for 20 years. Oh, so okay. Well, in that we don't case, have to be that polite. Just roll anymore. up the sleeves and just. <laughs> yeah. But the greatest go. part about it is, is that part, because you know it's followed by that sigh of relief. Right, when exactly. When you no, get something and you're both in love with it. And you're both yeah. No, it's it's a. We actually just had that experience when we recorded the last EP um, for the secret stuff. There's a song that's really old and it's called uh, "Tracing Circles," and um, it's like the the guitar part that I played for it is very different from any guitar part that I'd ever written for a song because it was like very finger picking and very like intricate. And it was and because of that, there was a lot of melody just like hidden in it. And I, and I never put it on a record because I wasn't good enough to like put it on the record, you know, and I didn't have enough players. And I was like, all right, what, what do we do here? And we wanted to put it on this secret stuff EP because it was a collection of like lost songs that had never seen the light of day. And we were down in this um, basement room kind of hammering out parts. And Daniel had his uh, keyboard in and we were just going over the part, the piano that we would bring in. We started to layer it with like organ and then put this piano part in and we were just working on this solo and we worked on it for probably 20, 30 minutes just like the whole time being like, okay, add this note. No, that's not right. Yeah. And we just kept working on it. Finally, it just clicked and it was like perfect. And then right. that night I went home and I just wrote this huge thing about it because it was very, it's a very cool feeling. You know, you could run through the streets or something. Yeah. It's very cool. Where there's this, there's this sort of pop ethic, you know, where, where you, you do that. I mean, it's great. And I think either way, you know, the, the jazz thing of it's like, well, it's spontaneous, whatever comes out, is, this is what it is. It's great. And it's, it's always yeah. going to be different. And then there's this pop thing where you write this melody that works and you have the opportunity to really hone it. Yeah. You know, and that's, like, that's great, too. Frame it is, is frame a good it. way, too. And, and also yeah. just like you're always playing with like what the listener expects and the listener being me because yeah. I'd be lying if I said I was just like trying to think about what other people would like when I was like writing this like will they like an A here? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm like you yeah. know trying to make it so that it sounds the best and, yeah. and, and there's like I think pop sensibility, sensibility and just predictability right. to the ear is like they go hand in hand you know but at the same time if you just do the same thing over and over then you have like kind of boring stuff. So we, I mean, th- there's like a, a back and forth there, but I think we accomplished it with that song. And um, but you'd never used like a magic eight ball. Nope, so. never used the magic okay. eight ball yet. Okay. Although sometimes Davy's responses are very magic eight ball. Uh huh. Like Davy, can I ask you a question? No. See, that's what always happens. <laughs> that's that that right there can sum up my relationship with Davy. Every day, I always ask him if I can ask him a question before I ask him a question. That was a very true. direct response. And he always says no. No, that's what oh. he always says. No, and, and then, then I ask and him then, anyway. Yeah, and he'll oh, okay. ask me anyway. Yeah. So. 
That's, I mean, that sums up that everything. That just kind of shuts it down there. How did that, um, when you know Davey, it's just it doesn't shut it down. <laughs> I just keep going. But anyway, um, how many more songs we got? One more song? I, we got more songs? What do I we don't have? know. Yeah, let's do a couple more. A couple more? Okay. Yeah. Um, let's do... Let's do something kind of upbeat, and then let's close out with that Bob Dylan song. Oh, you know what? Because we got a, you have, you have a oh, couple. Oh, we can't do a cover. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. We can't do a Bob Dylan song. Yeah. Well, good that thing I haven't played a cover yet. Yeah. Who's Bob Dylan? I, I don't like his music. Yeah. Um, well, let's do our songs. <laughs> yeah. Let's do the one we were just talking about. Can we do that? Can we do it? Oh, no, we can't because we need the organ or it'll sound weird. Actually, we won't need the organ because we have strings. You guys want to help out? Absolutely. Okay, so... So now we're going to so, be an organ? Well, you guys are going to kind of work like an organ just in that you create, like, you know, lovely long sounds. Okay. But um, the song is really easy. It's an E. No, it's not. No, I'm... What? We played an F. Oh, we played an F. My bad. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> See? Always corrected. Always ready for that. I've got, <clears throat> I've got an F. Yeah, right. Um, so this is the main. And then I switch to this chord. It's not that much I was getting ready to bust into a fiddle solo. Man. I know, and then you know what? I'm just kidding. We, we gotta get. We, we should just we roll it back. What's up? 
just just roll it back. We'll have that fiddle solo. <laughs> okay. I was just thinking <laughs> something like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not that. Do we have any? Some, do we have something that they could kind of <laughs> yeah. go a little wilder on? I don't know. I don't write the songs. Well, you know all my songs, though. You know all my songs. Do what I? song would be the best? Well, for I don't know. So apparently, you don't have any. <clears throat> all right. Sass. A little sass from no. the producer. <laughs> no. Whatever you want to do. Sounds great. Oh, I wanted to ask you actually before we go too yeah, far, sure. much further. What do you have uh, coming up, performance-wise? Oh, okay. Say in the next month. Sure. So, um, in the next month, uh, well, we play the last Tuesday of every month. Okay. A free show at the Cafe Mamar, and that's cool. like our favorite show for people to come out to, just because um, it's free, and yeah. it also we also hang out there for a little while afterwards. So it's just a really cool way to gather and also we get to play like some new songs at yeah. that show we like to showcase a lot of new music at that when one do too. you start um we go on at eight 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 o'clock okay eight o'clock that's right we used to think we used to think it was eight thirty, and then we were corrected so it is eight o'clock okay we go on at eight but um the last tuesday of every month at the cafe mamar and it's on their promotional stuff too but Sounds good. um yeah and we're actually going on tour this fall we're going on our first national tour uh in August, and we're going to be going all the way to the East Coast, and then coming back for Ford Music Fest, and then going to the West Coast again. And um, so, yeah, we want to play. We're going to be playing uh, uh, a little bit more in the area, but then we're going to be gone for a while. So hopefully, people will be able to come out and. Hear are, you, are you getting paid on your tour? Um, <laughs> yes, we are as much as we can. We're actually self-booking it. We're doing it all yeah. ourselves. So cool. Uh, we're a duo, so you know. Yeah. Well, we're going on the road. Daniel and I are going on the road. So. Um, we don't have to get, you know, too much money, so we'll be okay. We'll survive. But MySpace, you, you still have the MySpace uh, website, right? MySpace. Right, MySpace.com slash D-A-T-L band. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, D-A-T-L band. And, uh, yeah, and by the time this is up, actually, our website might be up, which will just be D-A-T-L band.com. Okay. Easy to remember. Easy to remember. Easy hey, to, do you guys have day jobs too? Or are you just playing no, music? No, uh, Daniel and I just do music full time, and uh, Davey could do music full time, but he actually really likes snark, his job. Snark. Right? What? You do really like your job, though. Love it. Compared uh, he does. To this gig. What's up? Compared what? to this gig. Oh. <laughs> no, he actually works for the government, so. A government job. Government. Yeah. Hard to give that up. That's yeah. right. No. Probably he keeps, our, he keeps our homeland secure. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, Mary and I are real smart. We both married musicians. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's... Yeah. That, no, I'm... Um, I, my, my, my girlfriend, I told, she said, well, you know, I'm going into social work, so uh, you're going to have to, you know, make some money. And I said, I'm going into music, so good luck. <laughs> We're both uh, yeah. in trouble. <laughs> it's a good thing we like each other. So buy your new <laughs> CD, by all means, and come out to a show. Well, let's finish. You have one more tune for yes, us. Yes, we do have one more. Um, let's play. Uh, let's play Flash Flood. Is that cool? Okay. So this is the first track on uh, on our last record. We have up there. We'll go hang out there after we're done playing for a while. But um, it's called uh, the record is called Two Love. It's a full length, and uh, the first track is called Flash Flood, and uh, and the only thing I mean it's it's in uh, G, and uh, it's pretty simple. Does it have anything to do with the weather in Wisconsin? Right, I know. No, it doesn't. But it actually has okay. to do with, it's kind of like, a, um, it's kind of one of those songs that I was really satisfied with because the, the words and the meaning of the song 
um, are interpretive even just even for me. So the so the meaning of the song has changed over time, and yeah. it's like it's basically about like whatever your flash flood is. You know, in the first verse I talk about um, uh, losing your friends, in the second verse it's losing your love. It's, you know, my wife left me, my dog left me. It's a country song. Is and it sounds really. like it. Oh. Yeah, no, and then and it says, but, so, but I say, but so what? Because I've got you, you're my last love. So it's, it's kind of a love song, I guess you could say. But at the very end, this is the last thing I have to tell you um, for playing it. It goes into this uh, kind of, it's kind of, is that, a, is that a C? C with a G bass kind of, and it just goes for a bunch of bars, and then it breaks apart, and then we, I do that. So that's going to be annoying. Okay. You can go. Kind of gets atonal. <laughs> you do that kind of funny thing where you play whatever you want, right? So now the audience is prepared. And so you're prepared yeah. out there. <clears throat> it's a flash flood at the end. Literally. Not literally. Okay. It is. <laughs> All right. So the song's called Flash Flood.
listen to us, everyone. Thank you for coming out. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. That was cool. Yeah. That was awesome. Daniel Pingree, Mr. Jimmy Linville, Davey Roberts are here. And this is Daniel and the Lion. Thank you guys for coming down. Thanks again. Thanks for having us so much. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. And thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle, Bear Sound, doing our front of house sound, our podcast engineer and producer. Thanks for coming down.